It'll be real good for all the audio people. See now, that's that's a pretty good dad, except for the movement that just happened. I'm I would be anxious about like has she never gotten bit by laying there and then you rolling the chair back quickly? Uh, she doesn't usually lay there. Is part of it. This is a, a new spot to just flop on the ground. I'll 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 swap. But, uh, you. Here's my dog laying in my bed, and whoops, very not, cute. Th- that's Yoshi. That is that that that's that's Cooper laying in bed right there, and he is shedding. He's shedding. Oh. He's shedding. Oh, so and means, you're allergic to dogs. That oh, means the amount of laundry that I'm gonna do has just infinitely increased because um. I, I have no self-control, and I just let the dogs sleep with me now uh, because they're old. So I, I I feel like when animals get old, I just um, stop enforcing all rules. I guess it's probably that way with people, too, because, like, I know full well that there's probably, all things considered, less than two years of life on this planet, right? Uh, not, not to start with a sad dog story, but, like, the dog's old. So the dog uh-huh. does yeah, anything yeah. the dog wants, including increasing the amount of laundry I do and making me slightly more allergic. I wish that I had the willpower to not do that, but 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 here we are. Yeah, it's a good thing you're not allergic to grandpa. <laughs> you know, the more that he watches Fox News, the more that it might actually be the case. Um, hey, hey, Cap. Um, <laughs> People, people are probably the the most astute people. The people who are uh, talking to us on Twitter and the people who notice, yeah. like, yeah. oh hey, there's not an episode. What happened? It's Tuesday. I have a routine, and I fucking like my routine, Joey. And you're ruining yeah. it by having a thing that is other than the show going on in your life. And um, it is Tuesday. It's past the point where we normally release the episode, which, by the way, is 3 a.m. Pacific on Tuesdays. Um, it's it's 12 hours past that, uh, but we, we are sitting down and, and time stamping and, and recording because I, I didn't want to, to, to miss a week, but I also was feeling like too much of a piece of shit last night to do the show. So here Yeah, we you had a very late night. What were you at the office until almost midnight for? I'm doing a commercial for HyperX Microphones. Um, oh, and, okay. and, and I was filming it and, and I was actually filming not last night but I was doing some pickups I was uh, in a janitor's outfit uh, throwing away a box in a dumpster and then people were hiding in the dumpster with giant confetti cannons so it was like a celebration when the box got thrown out um, and then the dumpster scared me so I jumped away from the dumpster onto not a crash mat but a wooden pallet that I found that was slightly off screen uh, because I didn't want to jump onto the floor and that was slightly better but I convinced myself that I had to jump because um, there's nothing that makes me happier than doing pratfalls Um, which was great until I remembered in that moment uh, when I hit the ground and kind of jarred myself a little bit that on Friday of last week, I did something fun at the dentist, which was get a dental implant, which I will go into gruesome detail about in a moment. But but the short version of that story is, is that there's a new titanium screw in my mandible. And I see that. Uh, yeah, I sent you a picture <sighs> immediately. Uh, the, yeah. The, the the thing about that is I'm I was just starting to feel good enough to like not notice the fact that I was like on ibuprofen and taking antibiotics and like just the general pain and soreness that I was suffering. So I did the stunt and then I'm like, ooh, 
I'm bleeding a little bit in my mouth. That was probably a bad idea. Mm. And I'm pretty sure that I ripped one of my stitches. Oops. Um, mm. Doctors hate me. Do- I, do- I, as soon as I feel fine, the the I, I feel like most time you go to the doctor and they do something to you and they're like, okay, just take it easy for like, you know, a week or two. Um, generally, I interpret that as take it easy until you feel like normal or 90% normal and then do whatever the fuck you want. Um, which yeah, which no, I think that's is- that's not what they mean at all. No. <laughs> yeah, they I think- mean take it easy, Joey, and let your body heal. And don't be a dumbass for several weeks. So this isn't the only thing that I did stupid yesterday. Um, this isn't the okay. only reason I was in, I was in pain. Because also, uh, what was ordered for, for dinner was, was a ramen restaurant. One of my favorite ramen restaurants in West LA called Killer Noodle. Um, and Killer Noodle is, is dope. Uh, free plug. They should definitely appreciate this on the podcast. I've done this to them. Free plug for Killer Noodle 100%. on on, on Sautel. They um they're a spicy ramen shop. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, forgot that I wasn't supposed to eat spicy food because there's still like a mildly open wound with stitches in my mouth. Um, yeah. So that also sucked. Killer Noodle's fun. Aren't you because- supposed to avoid the sucking motion? Don't they tell you to avoid straws? Jesus Christ, Joey. He's showing me an empty bottle of boba with a orange, bright fluorescent orange straw sticking out. You you is there any have you done everything on the list that you're not supposed to do? Well, I didn't do any of that stuff for the first 72 hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, out of all the stupid stuff that I did, um the straw felt fine, but if you do have dental things and you're getting stitches in your mouth i highly recommend actually not using a straw and sticking to that rule because the fun thing is if you blow your clots out which a sucking motion does with with a straw you get a thing called dry Mm -hmm. socket which i promise you is one of the most painful things you can experience um really sucks uh shout out to anybody who got their wisdom teeth out and didn't listen to the doctor i did but i know a lot of people who didn't um anywho so yeah, it's been I I've had I've had a, a a wild half a week. So, uh I have had a missing tooth for about I don't know. Almost 3 years. What happened years. to it? <sighs> they just it, you woke up one day and it was gone. It just you know wandered away, lost track of it, didn't lock the gate. You know those dreams? It was like dad, my teeth was like I need cigarettes and then suddenly <laughs> Uh, Wait a minute! I don't smoke. <laughs> uh, I had I. I'm trying because I could go so into detail of this, but the reality is no one cares. So I'm trying to find the right version between abridged and detailed to actually be semi-interesting. When I okay. was three years old, which is when your first set of molars are forming. I had yeah. an incredibly high fever as a child. Like we're talking like 104.x. Like like basically needs to go to the hospital, might die, like has a crazy high fever, organ problems, right? Um coincidentally, that's the same time window that the enamel on your teeth are really forming. And uh, there's a strong positive correlation to uh, sickness and fever in that time and enamel not forming properly on teeth. So my first set of molars, which grow in when you're about eight, came in not necessarily deformed, but the enamel on them was bad, like almost soft. Um, So I have no dental problems with the exception of those four molars. I've had oodles of work done on them. Oodles. Um, the tooth that is missing 
for example, which is probably the worst one, had two separate root canals on it, uh, probably like 10 years apart. The first root canal when I was a child, the second root canal when I was more of an adult. And uh, after the second root canal, they couldn't fully save the tooth. It cracked at the root up in my jaw and then proceeded to start like leaking ickiness. So I got an Mm x-ray and there was like a pocket of of, uh, like abscess. Yeah, up by yeah. my sinus, and the dentist is like, "Oh, that probably really hurts you, right? That's why you're here." And I'm like, N- "I actually, I don't know what you're talking about." He's like, "Look at the X-ray," and I'm like, "Oh, that looks not good." He's like, "Yeah, that's really not good. We're gonna have to pull the tooth out." And I'm like, "But really?" And he's like, "Yeah, like really got to pull the tooth out." And because um, I'm a piece of shit who lives in a capitalistic society, the first thing I wasn't thinking about was you know health insurance or or you know uh, time or my own health i was thinking about yeah. all the money that was put into that tooth mostly by my mother yeah. two root canals a crown two crowns uh, fillings like that tooth probably had at least five to seven thousand dollars of work into it to like save it in my head and now uh-huh. they said to pull it out pulling teeth crazy process by the way you know what's crazier than pulling teeth implants do you have any dental implants you have any teeth pulled no no, I do not, and no, I do not. Do you have like All any major dental are... work done? Like, like no root canals, no crowns. No root canals. Don't think I've no, no crowns. I need to go to the dentist though, so that may change. You should. I, 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 I'm pretty desensitized to the dentist because I had to go so much when I was younger. Also, mm-hmm. my mom was uh was a hygienist, one of the one of the teeth cleaning people. Uh, so like wow. I just generally knew a lot about teeth. I always impress dentists when I go because I, uh, you know, every tooth has a number attached to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I, I can tell them which number tooth is problematic. And they're always like, whoa, you're so cool. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. And, then, and then everybody in the room applauds, right? They're, they're probably like, wow, this guy, when he goes to <laughs> bars, like everybody just latches. Like he is the life of the party because he knows <laughs> his teeth number. Um, so I had number three extracted. and <laughs> that's, that's his move with the with the women, you know. He he goes, he, he gets a drink, buys her a drink, and then he, uh, he has her play a little trick where – he uh he, he exposes his teeth and she pokes at them and he can tell what number she's poking <laughs> and next thing you know they're making out it's flawless every time it's works true. every time yeah because i i'm like oh you you can try with your tongue like it's easy like we're already doing, we're already doing mouth stuff um and that's disgusting um uh. anywho so uh my my first dental implant and uh, th- th- this is one of those things that people who aren't American will love to hear because my understanding of everyone who isn't American is they love to make fun of the fact that our that our health insurance slash medical system is extremely expensive and broken. Um, yes. So for anyone who loves that, that you can just like take your pants off and stop masturbating out of this story. Um, <laughs> first quote to get an implant, $6,000. Second quote, Ooh, because I wanted mia. to shop around. Yeah, of course. $7, very important. Dollars. Ah, first guy wasn't ripping you off. It just is, in fact, that expensive. Because um, the way that dental insurance works, they don't cover implants most of the time. It's very specific circumstances that they do. And because my health insurance changed between the tooth being pulled and the tooth needing an implant, because in America, you can no longer be on your health insurance plan when you turn 26, your parents' health insurance plan. 
when you turned 26. Yeah. So yeah. I got extracted December when I was 25. A month later, I turned 26. Had to get different dental insurance because the insurance changed, was not covered. Therefore, no one will help me with insurance for the implant. So it's all out of pocket. Um, crazy, right? I ended up going to uh, uh, the UCLA Dental Clinic, a university dental clinic, and decided that the best course of action, because I needed to save money, was to have student dentists do it. Oh, God. Um, so so pros and cons to this. Cons. Okay. It takes about three months to get an appointment. And from walking in the door to getting inspected to actually having the procedure has been five months because you have to go through so many different steps because you're not just there for the thing you need. You're basically a, a tool for the dental student to practice on. Right. So I get assigned someone who's like a like a like a real dental student and then they have to like practice a bunch of different types of exams. that I don't necessarily need, but like I'm just a, a patient of theirs for, for them to for them to learn with and help. I'm a real human mouth. So it's very time-consuming. The the pro to that is that um, I I paid less than two thousand dollars. Oh, not bad. So that's good. That 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 was worth it in in my estimation. Um, it my mouth was so fucked up, dude, that uh, they had to do what they call a sinus lift. Because my sinus cavity was so close to like where the root of my teeth are that there wasn't yeah. enough bone to put the titanium screw into. So they oh. had to go in and artificially lift my sinus up by packing the bottom of it with cadaver bone from a cow. How did they do? They, they just put it through the, the hole Correct. of so, the tooth? They so, just shove bone up there. Yep. They they open up. Some people probably really hate this. I'm so, I'm I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> some guys out there, I regret asking for the episode. <laughs> they 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 cut into your gum. They expose your uh -huh. literal skull because it's it's your bone, right? Like, right. It's your right, literal yeah. skull that they're drilling into. They yeah. drill a hole deep enough to reach the sinus cavity, which for me was shallow. And the sinus cavity isn't just like a chasm, right? Like, it's not just hollow. There's actually a membrane around it. So they can't puncture the membrane. Otherwise, they would be like, you know, a path from my sinuses out my teeth, which is suboptimal. So they have to casually push the membrane up, slowly packing it and pushing it more towards my cranium, more towards my eyes, by adding more layers of artificial bone and compound and amalgam and stuff, right? So it's a very slow process. So the actual time that I spent getting the sinus lift and the implant was close to five hours on Friday. Wow. They had to numb me with, with shots and lidocaine four different times. And also because it's it's someone who is like a like a dental student, um, yeah, who, a different dental student. Than the first one, like this is like a PhD dental student who's like going on to like learn how to do implants. They're there with two professors, three younger dental students themselves. So I am now like just a body on display for medical science, <laughs> just laying there with my mouth open for five hours with for five hours with all these people around me and then like you know the professors are getting in there and taking mirrors and like trying to show them like different elements of, of my mandible <laughs> and my skull and i'm like 
well this is kind of cool i know like i know that i'm being helpful right now but holy fuck like five hours is a long time yeah yeah it is jesus uh, everyone was like oh did you get like laughing gas or did they just put you to sleep and i'm like nah <laughs> i drove myself there i sat there for five hours i drove myself home i was sad i took a lot of naps <laughs> i took some ibuprofen um you know uh it's crazy when when they put the implant with the implant is like the the little titanium screw that that screws into the bone yeah. they do it with a torque wrench like 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 a socket wrench yeah like you yeah, would change yeah, yeah. your oil with or put together ikea <laughs> furniture with it's just a wrench I'm, I, yeah i'm just i'm trying to imagine that scene of you with your mouth open and the dentist just taking mm-hmm. oh that's weird anywho <laughs> yeah that man <laughs> Anywho, so I've had I've had better weeks if I'm if I'm being honest. Last yeah, it week, sounds like it. last week I was in emotional pain with all the Dota stuff. This week I'm in physical pain and monetary pain, which I think is both physical and emotional. So like I, mm-hmm. I next week, next week is my week. I didn't even. I mean, people. Anyone who's watching the video is like, "Oh man, Joey, like you, you, you still move back home? How come you haven't set anything up?" And and I I haven't. I've done nothing. <laughs> This is the same shitty setup that I put together to manically record with you last week. It's still here. Like, I, I have not set up my computer still or my office mm-hmm. or anything. Like, it is uh, – I am so behind on life. And I think that I'm probably, like, three to four days out from, like, being in a happy place. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's – it, it, it's, I've, I've had a time. How have you been? Uh, you know, my week has been super hectic and full of crazy events, too. Um, this morning, I got my haircut. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. First haircut I've gotten in a year and a half because, you know, I was shaving myself bald. So now I'm actually in the process of growing out hair. Um, I get a new camera tomorrow. Ooh, what kind of camera? Like, like for broadcasting or for, uh, it's whatever camera Jenkins uses for his, uh, his setup and getting the same Sony. Uh, Yes. I think so. (laughs) Uh, tomorrow I'm going to the beach. Okay. Okay. Um, that's that's it that's all i got fuck, i think we're on different wavelengths right now i don't want to say that i'm yeah. jealous i don't i yeah. don't want to say that i'm jealous because i don't uh-huh. like you know there might be a bunch of other stuff that you don't want to tell me or share but i'm mildly jealous yeah, no, my, i mean my, my life is chill right now because uh you know no ti this would be about the time that i would be going to see my mom before i go to ti uh, but that all got delayed, so we uh, we decided that we were still going to go up there anyway. And um, the dates that we decided on, I knew this was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Oh, I, I, I think I know what you're going to say. Are we allowed to talk yeah. about that thing? I think we both know that there's like a conflicting I, uh, thing, but I don't just, think anyone's talking yes. about it. There is a conflicting tournament going on during tournament? those dates oh. that I was going to go see my mom, so... Uh, won't say anything past that, but yeah, I was just like, are you kidding me? I knew it. I knew that was going to happen. Like, uh, cause you know, I told my mom, like, I can't plan any of my life until people decide what the fuck they're doing before TI, because you know, something's going to come up and we do it anyway. And sure enough, the exact dates 
Um, <clears throat> the exact dates uh, were the ones that we went up to. Also, I just got a very important email. So uh, trying to figure that out. Sorry. That's that's why my I started trailing off there. Are you, are Talent you, stuff is going on. Are, are you flying or driving north? Uh, flying. Fun. Flying, flying. Yeah, we only drove drove that one time. I'm not sure if I would do that again or not. It's it was a like, lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a long drive. Are, it's a long why don't you drive. just ask potential tournament organizer to book both you and your mom? You know, for like maybe a group stage game. You can sit there with. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think that. Would, I don't. Th- I, it would have to be such a significant amount of money that they would have to offer for my mom to go. Because my mom's like, you know, she's still working. She's busy. She works as um. No, no, do do remote she, cast. I'm I'm saying I'm saying you two like we we just need oh, two microphones. Remote. Do like do no, like. No, a, no, a, this a, isn't remote work. I gotta I gotta go there. <laughs> Turn my organizers are done doing remote work. They say you come to us now if you want your full money. Fucking COVID, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if we can talk about that. I guess I guess that's as far as it can go. I'm sure that there'll be news yeah. immediately. I'm soon ish, probably. There's a long time yeah. before TI. There's there's a long time before TI. Yeah, and there was going to be some tournaments going on before TI. It was just a question. Like we know it's going to happen. It's the more interesting question is who's going to attend, right? Are the secrets and um. Like, are the secrets of the world, are they going to go? Secret, e.g., like, those top-tier organizations, top-tier teams, are they going to go to this before TI? Because there is still a huge window, so it's not like they're really going to be revealing anything. They'll still have plenty of time to rest and, and then start Especially if the patch doesn't all change, that. right? Because you, one yeah. can presume that there's going to be some kind of a gameplay update before TI, and if mysterious pre-TI event happens on current patch, in theory you're not really divulging much for TI mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah, yeah. So I I think um, I assume most teams will go, but it's entirely possible there's some people who just like no, I just want to take a full out on break. Also, like uh, are the tournaments going to be, like again are they going to be entirely western? Are they going to include any Chinese teams? Kind of doubtful because of Corona. It's like only a major or TI itself, right? Are, are tournament organizers going to go above and beyond and deal with that headache? Uh, so most likely it's just going to only be western teams, in which case it'll be fun to watch and you know fun to, 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 uh, to be a part of and stuff like that, but it won't necessarily tell you anything before TI, right? So yeah, but I mean, I guess I I am I am interested in so many things about that. Not just who's attending, not just the level of effort that'll be put into it, but also just what what broad viewership will look like, um, mm-hmm. and if people will be receptive to it or excited for it, or if it'll be like, yeah, it's not Ti. I'm I'm in an interesting conundrum right now because um, I'm trying to plan out what the next i guess rest of the year looks like for liquid and any dota directly or dota tangential content and media and videos and stuff they want to do because 
the cynical part of me that is someone who has been around the scene for a while kind of understands what works what doesn't work at least to some degree uh, or at least can pretend to knows that when ti happens it just very much consumes everything and no one is really looking for frankly a team that didn't qualify for ti to do stuff around ti or anything that isn't ti related right and people also aren't looking for like tangential dota content like i i'm sure that there is a large handful of people that'd be really excited if we got like you know aiden and mickey doing like something fun together right like there's probably people who would like oh i really like that that's different but it's like what is appropriate to do in this lull period especially when you're dealing with people who are still rightfully upset about their current situation and also like a community that is just kind of in flux so that's like a problem that I don't think has a perfect solution that I've been spending some time thinking about is, is what can we do now that we have all these people who can in theory, like make cool stuff, you know? Yeah. Especially since, um, <clears throat> for you guys, it may be fine. Right. Cause uh, I think liquid has a multi-year contract, but for, um, <clears throat> for other teams, they go year to year. Right. So their contract may just be ending, uh, after TI. You know, they may have to like do an extension or whatever to be able to keep it going for the actual event itself. Um, but it's like they there isn't just like a whole lot of incentive for players to do anything. There's not a, like maybe the team is already broken up if they didn't qualify for TI, right? Uh-huh. Like maybe they've already gone their separate ways. So it's not like the sponsor is uh, has the uh, team owner can really do anything with that. Uh, maybe you could take one individual player and do something, but. You know, it's uh, it's definitely, yeah, a problem of TI and how it just consumes everything in its path and nothing else matters. It's also, I mean, I, I don't want to say problem because I don't know if it's inherently a problem, but by and large, Dota people don't really want dota tangential content they want to watch like high level tournament games and there's a subset of people who are interested in like i don't know uh in insania goes to the magic castle and learns how to uh, do magic i don't know that's a bad (laughs) idea but like i i like i can make the coolest piece of non-dota content in the world with with aiden but i don't People won't people care. Are Community. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. what do I really do? Because if I go too far away, I'm only marketing towards people who care about Aiden or big team Liquid fans, either for the org or for that team in specific, which exists, right? But I'm only I'm spending a lot of resources to make one to five thousand people happy, right? Maybe those those are estimates versus, yeah. um. You know, I guess I could go round everybody up and make like some cool educational content, but am I really gonna do that better than like people who want to watch Jenkins or people who are like watching Brian's stream, right? Like, yeah, I probably yeah. don't want to compete there. It doesn't make a ton of sense. It's like wh- we have these assets, we have these these the, the these human resources in in the form of these players who are um, inherently charismatic, but they they didn't qualify for TI. TI is coming up and and I don't know what to do with them that people would be even a little bit interested in. 
I don't have this problem with yeah. the League of Legends team. If I took my League of Legends players and just fucking took them to go play laser tag and filmed it, people would like jerk off over it and be like, "Oh, this is so much fun! I love seeing these people hang out. Like it's so cool behind the scenes." Blah blah yeah. blah, blah. Right? Not in Dota. People don't care. What yeah, are, Dota community do do? definitely does not consume uh much much extra content and when they do it's usually focused in like two different avenues right it's very like tournament uh like tournament content that is like that same video but it's tied into an event that's already pre-existing so there's already viewers who are going to be watching there's going to be people who watch the video going into an ad break or something like that and then that gets shared or whatever and like it's passed around because it's a good piece of content and people just watched it anyway because they were interested in watching the tournament and that's how it kind of organically got spread or it's like you know learning like you said it's uh it's educational content uh because people really want to get better at dota and solo queue is a hellhole that uh people just get sucked down into and uh, just lose their lives going and going again and again and feeling like they're not improving. So they're desperate for anything that will teach them how to be better. Cap, can you tell me how to get out of the ancient bracket? No, dude, there's no magic secret. There's no magic word or special hero that you pick in order to get out of your bracket. I can't give you that. I like I could lie to you, but no, there isn't. There isn't anything there. You have to look inwards towards yourself. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, also everybody's problem is different, right? Every every ancient player has a different problem that they have, right? So, you know, mine is. I guess if I knew, I wouldn't be where I am, right? That's true. Hey, you know, you can know what your problem is and not necessarily be able to uh, to execute on it. Mine is. You know, my current problem is paying, playing playing. Uh, my my current problem is playing Pudge all the time. You know, that's just <laughs> that's my personal problem. I know I know it's a problem, but I'm gonna keep doing it anyway. <laughs> but you're having fun, right? And at a certain point, that is important. Yeah, I'm I'm also a dank Pudge. Like I'm actually pretty sick. If if uh, I'm gonna look at my Dota buff right now to see, I bet I have over a fifty percent win rate on Pudge uh, of late. Uh, but then again, when I was spamming Techies. Pudge, hoodwink, uh, that was that was not going so well for me. That was uh, not so hot. Uh, Pudge, fifty four percent win rate, twenty four games, not bad, not bad at all. That's pretty good. Hell, seven two nine has been okay. Oh God, hoodwink, thirty one percent win rate. Broodmother, thirty percent win rate. Viper, thirty percent win rate. Those are all the heroes that I. I discovered at the animator and decided oh kunkka 33% win rate how, yeah how? all those heroes are like not naturally in my sphere of play so i decided to learn them and uh whew. hold on <laughs> lost I, me I a can, lot of mmr i can understand a low broodmother win rate it requires a lot of teamwork and a game plan and you can't always execute that by yourself right i understand yeah. the low kunkka win rate the hero is like very very sine wavy up and down part of the pun how the fuck do you only win 30 percent of your viper games i don't know that's it says i have a it's it's dude it's viper like you just fucking play the hero yeah 
It says I have a 2.08 KDA, which is one of my worst heroes. I don't know. I mean, I was I was just playing offlane Viper. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I mean, the sample size isn't great. It's only 10 games. So, it's fair. who knows? But I was going the build the Cuckoo was going at the Animator. So, I felt like it was good. And you know what probably what it is? Is it doesn't fit the normal uh, pub game layout, right? Your offlaner is supposed to be a hero. Glowy Cuckoo plays offlane Viper. He becomes like a semi-carry, right? Mm -hmm. he, he doesn't build, like, utility items. He doesn't go Guardian Greaves. He doesn't go Rod of Atos, right? He goes, like, Hurricane Pike or uh, Dragonlance BKB, right? So, in that regard, he's just a right-clicker. So, if I do that, if I pick that, and, and when I do pick it, I always first pick it, the problem's going to be is that my the rest of my teammates aren't going to compensate for that. No one's going to be like, oh, he's playing Viper. We need initiation. I should pick Clockwork 4. You know, they're not going to do that. <laughs> they're just going to pick whatever hero they already had in mind to pick, which is fair. You know, and I can't really blame them too much for that. So, you know, I'm learning Viper. They're going to play the hero that they wanted to play in the first place, and we end up losing together. It is what it is. <laughs> um... I've been, I've been having a strong play. Like, I think that my my reward for finishing up uh, setting everything in in my living situation is going to be to take a half day at least and play Dota. There, 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 there There's like fun. 6 to 12 games in my immediate future that like I'm, I've just been craving. Like I haven't been craving in a minute. And the, the longer that I'm putting off scratching that itch, the more that I actually just really want to sit down and play. Are you... Uh, you, you play carry, right? Yeah. Um, in, in order, it's one, three, four, five, two. Let's see. I'm trying to look at my most successful heroes. Lycan feels pretty good. I need to say, I played an offlane Lycan, and I was just like, why do more people not play this? I, I was, I felt so strong. My lord, I want to play that Luna hero before really they good. before they nerf her a little bit because I'm inherently sure, sure. I'm inherently a Luna player, so like this. In a world where I was still trying to grind MMR, this probably would have been a very good patch for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a Morphling game recently. Oh, you know, I've only played two games of Morphling in Dota 2. Played a, played a little bit in Dota 1. In Dota 2, I only have two games. Last game I played was like 2014 or something. Mm -hmm. I played it just yesterday. And the reason I played it is because Slacks wanted to duo queue and he wanted to try something. He had an idea. He said, this is broken. And of course, like, I can judge just writing it. Like, he writes it down. I look at it on paper. I'm like, this is not broken, but <laughs> let's do it anyway. Uh, I played Morphling off lane and he played Techies for. And I got an Aghanim Scepter and a Shard, and he got a Shard. And uh, we both just <laughs> would blast off into team fights together. It was like Team Rocket <laughs> blasting off again. <laughs> I think he just wanted to make content. It sounds like he had a YouTube video idea. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, no, I, I also legitimately think, like, he thinks Blast Off is broken, and the shard makes it even more broken. Therefore, what does the shard do for a hero do? that can also do it. The shard gives it a stun, a 1.75 second stun um, on top of the silence that it does. And then it also increases like the cast range 
by by a lot. Honestly, it's it doesn't do that much for how unreliable of a, a stun it is. One point seven five seconds is not that much. Wouldn't stacking the stun be at the same time that the does the silence start after the sun stun stops? Because then you're just having a shorter silence time, right? Uh, no. It, like it starts at the same time. It's just. Like, okay, so it lasts seven seconds, but 1.75 of that, they're also stunned. It's a way to think about it, right? Okay. So instead of just them being silenced for seven seconds. So, uh, you know, it's, um, <laughs> it was fun. We won. <laughs> We're just double blast offing all the time. But a AUI put it, uh, no, definitely not. AUI put it a, a good way in our, uh, a group discord that we have he said uh yeah yeah i really want my carry losing 50 percent of his hp at the start of a fight that sounds like a great idea <laughs> and let me just say as a bad morphling player it was very hard to play <laughs> morphling is <laughs> i think i can play every carry except for morphling mm, my terrorblade okay. isn't great uh, since they changed him like three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. um, like, I, I know that my Terrorblade isn't good anymore because I haven't really played him, but I'm pretty sure that I can play any carry that is not Morphling because I'm also confident that I only have like less than five games on Morphling. No, it says I'm played 40 games in 729 of Techies. <laughs> and I actually have above 50% win rate. So I honestly, where did all my MMR go? <laughs> Dude, the where Viper the fuck games. did it go, it Joey? games. It, it it was that in the hoodwink i was trying to learn hoodwink and that i'm a good hoodwink now but i still can't win i don't know what it is that hero's broken and i play it well but i just, I just can't win broken because you need setup like there's probably just a coordination thing that hoodwink really thrives under right it's one of those heroes Maybe, that does kinda. better with with proper team fight instead of you know an invoker can style regardless but a hoodwink like needs some setup yeah, yeah. Also, one of the aspects of Hoodwink that's really broken in professional matches is the fact that it can play side lanes uh, by itself and not be in any danger. And so the map pressure that is put on the map has a big uh, impact in professional matches and pub matches, not so much. So, yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Did your laundry start? All right. No, not yet. It's still going on. Okay. You want to, uh, you want to bring this one home because I gotta, I gotta read this four-paragraph-long email. That's exciting. It's, it's, it's burning a hole in my pocket. It's burrowing into my brain. I need to know what this email says. Uh, we're gonna be back next week on time. Yes. I'm gonna upload this audio immediately. My setup is gonna look different, and so is Cass because he's gonna get a camera, which we should totally talk about, by the way, because we're the same camera now. Yay. Um. I, I have some tips and tricks. Um, also, thank you, everybody, for being here. Because we probably don't thank you enough. Sorry, for being, sorry for being late. If you're my mom, you'd be like, oh, well, we're that's sorry. Pretty, that's pretty standard of you, Joey. You fucking late to everything. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Joey. 